Hey, it is Thursday, January 20th, and today is a very special day because we have my good friend, David Long, with us on the live stream. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stand. Gotta bounce a little, David. Gotta give a little head nod. <laughs> you gotta give it that little head nod on a Thursday morning. Man, I am so glad that you, I texted you late last night. I was getting on a plane. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't have a co-host for tomorrow yet because Paul is on a plane. And you, uh, David, it is what time there? It's, it's 5.50, right? Yeah. This so is- let me see if I get this right. So everybody else said no, and then he got a hold of me. <laughs> no, actually, only one other person said no uh, <laughs> that I asked on Tuesday, and then I procrastinated like I'm as kidding. is normal <laughs> and got you last night. But I knew I knew that that's normally a ringer. You're up early and ready to go. Um, let's go. So let's go. I'm ready. Well, I want to jump right in, and you know what I uh, what I love so much about you. We we first actually met on Clubhouse, <laughs> and I think in one of the very first introductions we maybe had, you there you go. He's he's on brand today. <laughs> I love it. Uh, one of the very first interactions we had was around you saying, "Hey, I've got this weekly thing." that I do for the group that that you're a part of, Hansel, and I just invite anyone, come on in, right? And I I love that. So tell us a little bit about how that started and and then what what caused you to just kind of start inviting the whole industry to a team (laughs) call. (laughs) Well, it's funny because it was our daughter, our middle daughter. She was headed to school, um, back to school, and she was so nervous about COVID. Like this was two years ago hmm. and, and she's not a real like overly sensitive. She's a horseback rider. One of the toughest people I know. Okay. And she stopped me in the hallway and she said with tears in her eyes, dad, I'm really worried. Like, mm. I hope you're okay. Be safe. And I thought, wow, that's not like her. So then as I'm driving in, I'm starting to think, well, Jesus, if she's thinking that how many other people in my company are thinking that, but more importantly, how many other families, daughters, mothers, husbands, are thinking that sons. So we got to do this. So we did it every day, Kyle, for the first year, every day (laughs) at three o'clock with special guest speakers, the whole industry rallied to, I mean, from everybody from Jim Fitzpatrick, Brian, um, Ben stock, you name it. And then I went outside the industry and got people like Sharon Lecter and Evan Carmichael. And it went from every single day to once a week. And then I thought, man, I got to make a bigger impact with this. People are really vibing. But more importantly, people really, really need it. People are operating in a lot of fear, right? So, yeah. Um, just so, why not? Let's have, let's let everybody have a chance to get some feeling good, right? So that's what we did. I absolutely love it. And and David, just so you know, segue time. Speaking of feeling good, <laughs> out of that then came this movement that you've that you've uh, kind of spearheaded. Uh, that I remember getting a text. I think it was at four o'clock in the morning. Again, another just yes. He's got the hat. The pandemic of positivity, which is another kind of like get your arms around more people to bring in to this this feeling of like hey, turning the tides of. In a in a in a culture right now that is plagued by depression and anxiety and going, hey, look, there's a there's a mode, there's a mentality that is 
um, that is a that is a positivity movement. So talk a little bit about like how that kind of birthed out of that and and where where that's come from today. Well, it was actually birthed out of a pandemic of negativity movement. Mm. Like every time I flipped on a TV or listened to the radio or saw a, a Facebook feed or an Instagram feed, it was bad. Right. Like people were, and I'm not making light of it, people were dying and then there's the politics piece and then there was the uh, vaccination stuff and the separation and divide. And I thought, shit, with all that pandemic, pan, uh, all the pandemic of negativity, I thought, there's got to be a better way, right? Let's let's get some people putting some energy and some effort behind being positive. Yeah. And then this was birthed with your help, by the way, on my grandson's birthday. Wow. So, yeah, super pumped about it. It's gotten some good traction. Uh, when I went down for surgery about four months ago, I, get, I had to let it go a little bit. But it's time to get back with everybody uh, excited. So yeah. get ready. Get get ready. I I love it, and and you've got a team around it, and 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 people that are that are that are there to encourage and there to uplift, and 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 give that. Yeah, it's sometimes all all it takes is that smile or that word or that that touch point or that conversation. So I love that that you've led that. And I what I think is so cool, and to kind of bring it to automotive, and and Paul and I talk <laughs> about this a lot of time. The automotive industry touches every aspect of every part of business community, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, there it's just, it runs so deep into, uh, you know, especially American culture, the automotive industry that what would it look like if the, the positivity movement for our country came out of automotive, right? What would it look like if people were like, Whoa, right? look what automotive was able to accomplish by coming together and rallying the troops. That's you think, I, you I think, think that might be <laughs> Yeah, you're it's like a big deal. <laughs> yeah, you're like the salespeople are the seventh. You know, are ranked like seven out of a hundred for trustworthiness, and and now all of a sudden that automotive industry is turning the tides of, of positivity. That's a that's a movement, you know. Well, so, and to layer one more thing on that, when was the last time you showed up negative and got a positive result? No, definitely not. Yeah, I mean, if you're not showing up with great energy, enthusiasm, kindness, um, eagerness to serve. You're not winning in life. I don't care who you are. I mean, you might get ahead here and there from time to time. But if you want the long-term play, I'm 55 years old. Anytime I've approached anything with negativity, it's turned out bad. Right. So that's really the movement behind pandemic positivity is to, to keep people, um, let people know they're seen, let them know they're heard, let them know they're cared about, and just be kind when people don't deserve it, mm. especially right now. So good. That's So, so that's good. it. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing that. Hey, just real quick, I'm gonna have uh, yeah. Danielle's in the background. She's gonna flash up for anyone that's to, that wants to get a part of the weekly room before we kind of transition to some automotive topics. Uh, you can take that QR code, scan it, and what is it? Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific. So if you're on Eastern, that's six. Central, that's five. You can do Mountain, that's four. Uh, and just scan that. You can get to it every single week. Yep. David or Stephanie will let you in and uh, just be encouraged. So if you're if you're already getting excited on a Thursday morning, by the way that, that David's communicating, that's where to go for that. Um, so thanks for sharing that with us, so that we could we could provide that to everyone. My pleasure, Danielle. Thanks for popping that up. There you thanks go. Thanks for putting this together. <laughs> awesome. All right, I want to turn to uh, kind of a weekly rhythm, and especially from an automotive perspective. You know, uh, a lot of people in automotive, the conversations around chip shortages, inventory shortages 
acquiring inventory is a hot topic in our industry and one that it seems like just is recurring every single week. And uh, what you've been doing the all things used cars room on Clubhouse now, um, where hundreds of people kind of come through a week and just have a discussion mm-hmm. around what's working, what's best practices, what are new practices that have that have not been seen, what's reminders of old practices that we've forgot to to lean into. Um, and how many weeks have you been doing that now? Uh, this this tomorrow will be thirty five, I think. Wow. Okay. So. We got 35 weeks of this, and last week uh, you were you were able to bring on Jonathan Smoke, and I was a part of that room and just listening to to some of the thoughts that were going around between him and Jason Rice and Brian Kramer. Um, I'd love to kind of get your recap and your thoughts as you've taken that room and then started to implement some of the the things and the the learnings that came out of that, and maybe a couple of like the key topics that came out of what Jonathan Smoke was talking about as we're looking forward into to 2022 and, and used cars and, sure. and shortages. Sure, sure, sure. So what's really cool about that room is I started for the same reason I started my weekly 3 p.m. call. Yeah. I was inviting all these speakers and I thought, man, if all these people are so willing to jump into my weekly team Zoom call and fill us all up, what about if we just got specific on used cars? Yeah. There's so many bright minds out there, right? So I have this thing where I just want to keep surrounding myself with people like you and Paul and Danielle and the people on my Friday morning call. And the more I get and aggregate that intelligence, sort of that community, I can't tell you how much I've learned in 34 weeks. It's just been, it's been ridiculous. But Jason, by the way, Jason's no, not Jason Stein. um, I got so many people on the show. Um, (laughs) Jonathan Smoke. Yeah. He committed to the first quarter, the second Friday of the first quarter. Uh, of every quarter of the year. So he's our wow. regular now. He's going to be popping in, sharing things. But here's what I got from Jonathan. I wore my shirt to um, back it up. So here, Jonathan was talking about this. Can you see it? Yeah, I'm, I'm reading. I, it, does, it says the future is bright, right? The future is bright. Yes, it is. So as everybody was getting together and I was getting all these back chats and text messages, yeah, I don't know. We're in for a real storm. It's going to get rugged. It's going to get tough. Jonathan came swooping in and said, well, let me tell you about all the key indicators. Hmm. Let me tell you about what I see from my vantage point as the chief economist of a billion-dollar company. I see it's going to be an amazing year. And then we started peeling that onion back. And it was was super cool to hear Jonathan. And uh, the support I get from the people that join that room is amazing. Yeah, I hope that answers your question. No, that's really good. You know, one of the things that that I heard a couple of people um, kind of talking about on uh, you know conversations is is this uh, the whole idea of the tax refund time of year, right? Mm-hmm. And how that reframes some of their decisions around inventory acquisition in a time mm-hmm. where you know typically you would acquire an inventory in a certain price point and or a certain accessibility range, but that that because of things like child tax credits already coming in, that refund season might might look a little bit different. And so it's going to carry the used car inventory into the year more instead of the the, the pure pump right, right at tax season. So mm-hmm. I thought that was a, a wild insight that I hadn't tied, you know, some of that, like the money into the market uh, and, and timing of that was, was really Well, key. yeah, the market gets driven by money, right? Right. So what he, what he did mention, I don't know if you picked it up, but the refunds will be larger than they've ever been. There will be more $10,000 refunds than there's ever in the history of the United States wow. the, the economy's ever 
been infused with. So that alone, oh, by the way, he also said the uh, IRS is overwhelmed, believe it or not, and they are backed up. They probably have a people shortage like us. So the refunds are going to take longer, which then will push our, you know, our lift back, you know, further into March and April and May. And, and that, but he did say that at some point, if you're not paying attention to your average cost and you're carrying more than a 30 day supply, it's going to come back to bite you. So those were two of my key takeaways. It's going to last longer. And if you don't really pay attention to your dollars, your average dollars, you might be in for a real train wreck. Yeah, it's it, uh, which are major insights, and it was a whole hour of that <laughs> last week. So, yeah. what's on the dock for tomorrow? Because we're doing this on Thursday. Friday is all things used cars. What's on the docket for tomorrow uh, that that people can expect? You know, before we close that little loop down, yeah, I saw Jason Rice on his Facebook page and maybe even on LinkedIn posted last week's show. Oh, perfect! So you can go back and listen to the. You know, if you if you missed something or if you didn't get a chance to join, you can go to Jason Rice. He owns Lot Pop, one of the best companies I've ever done business with. You can go there and grab that link and, and have a listen. Uh, it's only 60 minutes. I do a hard stop at seven o'clock because yep. I got to do my real job. And uh, you can tomorrow, actually listen to it at 1.75 speed. So if you're just like, hey, I've got to get this in, you can, you can speed <laughs> yeah. it up on Clubhouse. Oh. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, there's some of those slow talkers, man. I got to I got to try to tell them to do 1.5. I'm with you. Um, I wish I could do that. I wish I could hit a button when someone was talking live. Yeah. (laughs) Um, um, But anyway, tomorrow's all about channels. I want you to think about this. So I have this schematic that I'm going to post today that looks like a radio dial, and it's about dialing in to different acquisition channels and what are some of the best practices that you can have to make sure that you're not missing it in any one of those channels when you tune in. Because oftentimes we tune into a channel, it doesn't work out the way we want it to, we don't get the results we're hoping to get, and we flush it, right? Things like service drive process or buy center processes. Why do we flush it? Because we don't have the right tools. Sounds like a great idea. The GM just came back or the owner came back from NADA and said, we're going to buy cars off the service drive. Nobody knows how to do it. And that's what all things used cars is about, is to give you the how-to not the what to, because I think everybody knows what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think everybody, like, if you're in and you say, I want to do this, I don't know that your own thinking is going to get you there. If you had all the tools and all the knowledge, you'd have done it yesterday. Yes. But if you've tried it and it didn't work, try something different. Get, get a different tool. Listen to some different feedback. And that's what we're doing in there is challenging, pushing, scratching the record, making people think different. And I'm super pumped about that group. Yeah, I love it because it's super practical and tactical. And there are people that are that have expertise across that range. It's not like one one talker, one one person. And so you can hear from a variety of different like strategies and things that have worked or haven't worked. And there's even there's even an element of like working it out in real time. Like, hey, what if maybe if we and then people are trying it and coming back the next week and giving experiences. So, yeah. So check out. I put it in in the comments. It's also in the show notes. If you listen to the podcast, you can find that all things used car room and. Uh, the club so you can check it out every single week it's what is it uh it's seven 
or 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern if you're looking for it. Uh, so check out that room on Clubhouse. If you need an invite or a link or you have no clue what's going on with Clubhouse, hit myself or David up on LinkedIn or Facebook and we'll make sure and get you connected. Um, David, I want to thank you for being on today and just sharing with our industry. You are an OG troublemaker uh, as, as, <laughs> as, as, as it stands. And, and I know that, you know, your gathering of the industry and, and putting drawing a big circle like we talk a lot and not just, you know, saying, hey, look, it's these few people doing it. It's it's everyone. It's getting everyone on the same page, whether it be, you know, on your weekly calls or the all things used car, uh, whether it's vendor or dealer, it's it's that big circle that if we're all talking and moving, moving in a direction uh, that's positive and that sees our industry change, uh, you're for it. So I appreciate you. I am for it. And I'm really for this, man. Yeah. If you haven't been to the um, pandemic positivity, hop in, meet the team, take the pledge, agree to be just a little more positive, a little more kind, a little more compassionate, and a little more loving. I don't know any time in the history, in my history anyway, that our world, our industry, our community hasn't needed and thirsted for people to be kind in the absence of, um, of everything else. So just, if you can, show up, Pandemic of Positivity. If you want a hat, let me know. If you want some gear, let me know. But nothing's cooler than this. This is my throwback. Ah, oh, look at that. A little clarity. little clarity action from Paul. So it's almost like we've got Paul today. Well, that's all we have time for. Appreciate you being on, David Long. Tomorrow, Paul will be back with us. Uh, check out used cars. Draw a big circle. Bring everybody in and show some positivity today. Let's do it. Thanks, guys.